The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Everyone could use the uh, the advice, the warm tones of our next guest, Dr. Gans Ferentz, this afternoon. Gans, hi. Hey, Jalen. How you doing? Uh, good. Another episode of How Does That Make You Feel? A lot of people fired up out there this afternoon. Some uh, nastiness on the text line. Some people questioning compassion and about whether we should have compassion for others who who should get that compassion it's been it's been an interesting first hour of the show gans yeah yeah well you know i i I get it i mean a lot of people are just very very frustrated with all the things we've been through with covid with changes with uh promises of, of things opening up and things not opening up and you know they just 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 been a very tough go and then today's weather is not helping (laughs) (laughs) isn't that the truth all right well we're not talking about covid though today with dr gans uh so a bit of a break but we are going to talk about something that can be pretty frustrating and pretty challenging as well we're going to talk about finances and how to have those conversations with your partner um you know it is tax season maybe some folks uh, aren't working because of the the situation that they've been in over the past year maybe some people have a bit of extra money because they're not traveling and they're being able to save things but we know that disagreements about money uh what is it the number one cause of stress in relationships it shows up in something like 70 percent of arguments most people don't know how to have or even start these conversations so they don't blow up in your face yeah and, and it's a tough thing and you know not just for couples but even like money is the number one cause of stress for individuals as well you know what i mean so it's it's one of those weird things that we need like we need money right it's like air in our in our culture um but we have so much emotion that's connected to it whether it's like having too much which it's you know i'd like to experience what that's like um, <laughs> but i think a lot of people would um or or mo- more than likely you know money stresses around not having enough and and you know the un- insecurity around um you know jobs or money coming in and that sort of thing and so it, it is a very very important topic that we usually don't talk about one of the things that you told uh, the the members of Chedville a very, very long time ago on this show was to never do anything when you're hurt, angry, lonesome, and tired. And so many of us do, and it gets us into big trouble or can cause, you know, major blow-ups. But boy, oh boy, try to remember that piece of advice all the time. And you're saying... When you're talking about finances, it's as important as ever. It applies, yeah, no, especially, right? Because if we're not in the right state, I mean, you know, let me back up for a second because, you know, the, the, the bottom line is the better you feel, the better you do. And so if you're not feeling good and, and you know, it doesn't have to be like a cold or something like that. It can be like you talked about, Jillian, just hungry or, you know, mm-hmm. you didn't get a good sleep that night or, you know, it's been a while since you've eaten or whatever, the game's on and you're distracted, right? Um, you, you really want to give yourself the best chance of success in any conversation or when you have any kind of major decision to make or, or things to discuss, but especially around money because it is so emotionally charged. You want to make sure that both yourself 
and your partner have your like emotional and physical states taken care of. Mm. Be well rested. Make sure you've had a good meal. Make choose a time that is um, you know relatively calm and uh, and and you know not not when you're in a hurry and not just before you go to bed. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> very not not great times to do these conversations. Yeah, and again, I mean, I think that 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 message of hurt, angry, lonesome, tired is is great for any important conversation, not just finances. I think it's important to remember as well that you know you're trying to be on the same team, and and and, and hopefully you're working towards the same kind of goal. That, that would be the hope. Yes, exactly. But you know, at the bottom line, you're in this together right mm-hmm. um and you have to remember that and and the idea is to <clears throat> excuse me be partners around this uh not just say you're partners but really remember that you do have the same outcome you're, you're tied together with this if it, so it's not a win-lose situation it really needs to be a win-win situation or one where we look for consensus how can we work together to make sure that we're both heard uh but also to make sure that the ideas or the decisions we make are going to be um, something we can both live with or something we both want to have. If you're remembering this, then that can take a lot of the heat off of the conversation right away. A lot of times, so many of us really do have that, you know, it's a competitive thing or it's, uh, you know, we, we feel like maybe ashamed or embarrassed or frustrated because, you know, maybe we don't have the same level of knowledge or we're not producing as well as Mm -hmm. we'd like to. And so there's all this emotion around there. But if we remember that, you know, your partner is there to help and you're there to help them as well, uh, it can actually take a lot of the heat off that and and make the conversations go so much better. Gans, how important do you think it is uh, for partners to be on the same page when it comes to to, to finances, let's say when you when you first met, you know, being you know being upfront with maybe where uh-huh. you are, uh, maybe someone's gone through a bankruptcy, maybe uh-huh. someone uh, doesn't have much money in the bank, maybe someone else does, and uh-huh. and sometimes I think that that can turn into a power struggle, especially if maybe the earning potential is quite different or their yeah. earnings are quite different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think it's one of those really really important conversations to have. Uh, not necessarily super early in the relationship, but but fairly early in the relationship, for sure. Before you you know get too serious um, and you start linking your lives together, whether moving in together or getting married or anything like that. Uh, and it's not just sort of the situation around money because that that is important. You know what mm-hmm. what is the situation? You know what, what where are your finances at? But also the philosophy around money. Um, how do you feel about stuff? Like, are you a saver? Are you a spender? Well, what is your What are your values around? You know, paying off your mortgage early versus you know being able to go on yeah. vacation twice a year. Uh, do you know what I mean? Um, a lot of these things are very uh, important to discuss when you're in that dating process and you're starting to get serious because you're right um a lot of times we don't discuss them and we have this idea and you know when we start to get get rolling in the relationship a lot of times those assumptions aren't aren't held up right mm-hmm. so what if you are on completely different pages maybe someone's a big spender with not a lot of money maybe someone is you know a little bit more frugal with their money you know is how do you find the the happy medium there yeah, well, it, it goes back to what we were just talking about, remembering that you're in this together mm-hmm. and that you, you know, it may not be any one person's way, but the important thing to remember is that we have to be in alignment. So if we can meet in the middle somewhere, if we can meet 
somewhere where we can both feel comfortable, then that's going to be a lot better. I mean, some couples, and you know, there's no wrong or right with this. Some couples actually just keep all their finances separate, mm-hmm. and so, you know, one person does their thing, and the other person does their thing, and then they just kind of have an agreement about who pays what, when, and how often, right? Um, so that's one way to go. But for many couples, they they pool their resources, and then it, it's even more important to figure out, okay, are we on the same page with with what we do here. One of the things that works really well is, if, especially if you have pooled resources, is that, okay, well, let's decide, let's, let's both agree on what is sort of discretionary spending that each of us can have without really discussing with the other person, right? <laughs> so it, it sounds silly, but it's almost like an allowance, right? Yeah. And so we each have whatever, $200, $500, $1,000 a, a month that we can spend without having to kind of run it by the other person. <laughs> And that way, you don't have to worry about it. You have what you need to, to spend, but then any, any bigger purchases or any bigger expenditures, you then have to have a conversation around to see where, where you are and have that agreement. And that works really well for a lot of people as well. Yeah, because you don't want to be hiding things in the back of the closet. <laughs> well, this is it, right? I mean, the more you do that, then there's just this weird energy in the relationship then, right? And, and you're always <laughs> looking over your shoulder, mm. hoping that whoever it is doesn't dig, dig in the back of the closet or they're going to find out or, you know what I mean? You don't want that, that energy in the relationship. And that's, that's just poison for what you really want to uh, create in your in your relationship. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us for an edition of How Does That Make You Feel? We're talking about money today and and five things you should do when talking to your partner about money. We've talked about making sure that you sleep and eat those words. Don't do anything when you're hungry, angry, lonely and tired come into play when you're having conversations about cash and remember to be on the same team. So those are two really great tips right there. We'll How does talking about money make you feel? Money with your partner? Is it a tough one to chat about? Well, Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us this afternoon with some tips on what you should be doing when you're having conversations about cash. We touched on sleeping and eating. Make sure that you've done both of those beforehand. Remembering that you're on the same team. And this is interesting because I think a lot of folks just deal with issues as they come up. You know, all of a sudden, you know, you're having a nice meal or you're having a nice drink in front of the fireplace and boom, you're into some deep conversation that you weren't planning on. You suggest making a point to talk about it I do I do and and this you know for sure the money discussions but really this works for pretty much anything especially you know every couple has their sort of hot hot topics that you know are difficult to resolve sometimes so so think of it this way if you're driving down the highway and um, you've been driving for an hour your engine's hot but it starts to make noise you don't pull over pull out your tools and start taking apart your engine right away right first of all you get stuck on the highway second you'll burn your hands because the engine's hot and third you probably wreck your engine right um you, you, you let it cool down you get a towed when the engine's cool then you can start working on things but we don't do that when it comes to the hot stuff in our relationships. Mm-hmm. We try to deal with it as it comes up. And, and I, I understand why, because a lot of times we, because they're so, um, so emotionally charged, we tend to avoid them. So we don't really want to bring them up. But if you wait for them to come up, then what happens in, is both of you, like the person that's bringing it up might be 
you know, kind of hot to begin with, mm-hmm. but then you feel like you're, you know, you've been attacked or you've been like ambushed or whatever, right? So it's not the best setup to resolve these things. Far better to say, okay, you know what? This is an important topic. Thank you for bringing this up. I want to talk to you about this. How about we set up a time when we can do this? That's what you do if somebody sort of brings up that hot topic mm-hmm. when you're not ready. If you're bringing up the topic, it's better to say, listen, there's a couple things we need to talk about here. I don't want it to be a huge thing, but can we set up a time? It might take about half an hour. This is what we're going to kind of discuss. When would be a good time for you, hmm. right? Because then you're you're asking permission. They know what's coming. It's much more respectful than, you know, the feeling of being ambushed. Um they're going to be in a better state of being. You're going to be in a better state of being. You can prepare, and things tend to go a lot better. And then, then you know, you can make sure you're well-rested and well-fed and all the other <laughs> stuff we, we talked about, um, you know, before the break. I guess once you start talking, it's important to keep talking. <laughs> well, yes, yes. Uh, once you're going, you definitely want to make sure you have those conversations on a regular basis. Well, you Because know, it's a hard enough thing to get started, but once you're started, then, you know, good. Keep the momentum going because uh, particularly stuff with money tends to, things tend to change, but things can also build up over time. And so you don't want, you want to deal with stuff as they, uh, you know, before things build up uh, to, you know, you don't want a backlog to have to deal with too often, right? So, you know, it's, it's okay to have a family meeting or a couple meeting every month or every quarter or whatever and just say, hey, how are we doing with this? Anything we need to know, any adjustments we need to make. And just by doing that, you deal with a lot of stuff before they become a big, uh, big issue. Yeah, I think a lot. I think uh, I think there's a lot of folks out there that just kind of let that let things slide. You know, other other couples absolutely very focused on finances, have a really good plan. And then the, and then there's others like, oh, well, we'll figure it out when we get there. Right. Like, yeah. Um, and, and trying to figure it out. It can be a tricky one. There's there's a lot of different tools out there that you mm-hmm. can access if need be absolutely and i really encourage people to use these tools you know and we started the conversation talking about compassion and that sort of thing and this is one of those places that that might not seem like it connects but you can have compassion for yourself we tend to think especially when it comes around to money that we should know we should have all the answers and we don't we can't how would we know that i mean there are people who do this for a living whether it's a bank or your financial advisors Mm -hmm. or an accountant or whoever we can ask questions. Uh, don't don't beat yourself up if you don't know the answers to things that are outside of your area of expertise. But use the experts who are there to help, whether they're books, whether they're actual people you can talk to and ask questions of, or just you know uh, listening to financial podcasts or different things like that to, to help improve your financial literacy. All of these things are good because then. You know, when you share with your spouse, you say, hey, listen, I, I heard this cool thing. You know, let me share it with you. And that can actually help to open up the conversation so that it's not quite as uh, negatively charged uh, like like things can be sometimes. Always, always great information from Dr. Gans Ferentz. You can check out more at his website. It's AskDrGansVIP.com. <laughs> I like the VIP, Gans. Hey, well, you know, we want to make sure people feel special. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of great information on there. And uh, if uh, anyone is wondering what those tips, just uh, send me a note and I'll fire them off for you. Gans, always great to talk with you. Thanks for this. You too. Thank you so much. See you next month.
Yeah, we'll talk to you next month. Dr. Gans Ferris again, his website, askdrgansvip.com. All right, Canada's Chief Medical Officer of Health, Dr. Teresa Tam, saying today that the number of COVID variant cases are rising. It's rising fast uh, across the country. What does it look like here in Alberta? We'll find out Dr. Dina Hinshaw, her in-person news conference coming up on 630 Chad.